Anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction. I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Raising the debt ceiling does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote profligacy. I know words. I have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Peddling Fiction Podcast. I am your host, the one and only voice and soul of so-called fiction, Johnny Profita, broadcasting solo today on a Friday afternoon. Justin is out doing hillbilly boy stuff this week, hunting, shooting deers, whatever. And uh, I think he just got back. I I was uh, chatting with him via text this morning. And he he's back from hunting, but he needs a little bit of a break. So he's got to get some sleep and he's working night shifts. Uh, I, I can't keep track of his schedule. It's way too complicated. So uh, today is going to be a bit of a uh, maybe a bit of a different episode, maybe more of a throwback to the olden days of the Peddling Fiction podcast where I'm just it's just me and the microphone and whatever is on my mind. And uh, there's a few things. I mean, there's there's a lot. A lot of things um, going on politically that happened this past week that I was planning on talking about um, maybe on Tuesday. And just some things just kind of got in the way. So I'm only going to do this one episode this week. And then I should have an article done for the Substack tomorrow. But uh, (laughs) the main thing that I just found absolutely ridiculous this week and maybe this will play into a, a larger theme on the show, is the the San Francisco Xi Jinping, or however the fuck you say his name, visit, and Gavin Newsom scrambling to clean up the shithole that is San Francisco in order to impress the world leader and make it look like um, like it has he hasn't just let it go to complete shit. It's so fucking funny, man. It's like, it reminds me of, you you know, like you have somebody coming over on it, maybe unexpectedly coming over, or maybe you knew that they were coming over. This wasn't an unexpected visit, but you just let it go to the last second to clean everything up. I remember when I was a kid, my parents would have, uh, they would do a party like once or twice a year. I think like they had a, a big bridge group. And so the bridge party that they would like, they would each take turns hosting the bridge night or whatever. And I remember when it was time for them to host bridge, it was just like, yep, you're cleaning the fucking house like all day. (laughs) Like I'm doing everything. And, uh, what was the other, Oh, the other one I guess was, um, well, I guess around the holidays, we always had Christmas Eve. So there's that. And then the 4th of July, that was like the, maybe the three times that we would have a lot of people over to the house. And it was just, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. The house was nowhere near the equivalent of San Francisco in terms of uh, cleanliness. Like it was fine, but it was just like, nope, 
everything has to be cleaned. And it was always like, it always seemed like it was coming right down to the wire, like right, you know, the day before, two days before people are coming. It's like, all right, now you just have to vacuum the entire house, John. And uh, <laughs> among other things. And that's kind of what this reminded me of. And Gavin Newsom comes out there and just, you, you almost have to respect the honesty because he doesn't deny it. I mean, you can't really deny it. You cannot deny the fact that they let that city go to complete into complete disarray in in search of I don't even know progressive progressive goals. I, I guess I, I don't understand how this is progressive. It, it's just it's amazing to me that they take all, every single one of their so-called progressive policies ends up taking the country or the city back to the equivalent of the stone age like yeah we're still going to have today's technology but the way people were living on the streets in san francisco is not much different than the way people lived thousands of years ago uh and just pure and utter fucking filth you know just squalor everywhere um disgusting and you, you almost have to like, I, I don't understand how they can still label things progressive. And, and the funniest part about it is that they're, you know, this, they're just so guilty of projection. Their, their main thing is like, oh, they want to take us back to like the, you know, the, the racist days of the 1950s or something. Like anybody that's against any of these progressive policies, these retarded progressive policies they always want to take us back you want to take us back to these days that were so horrible you want to take us back to that and that sucked and that was racist and that was uh misogynistic and blah 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 okay um but when once they get into power what happens it's like you want to take us back we're gonna progress forward and we progressed into um having to step over human shit in the streets, having fucking drug addicts uh, just passed out in front of your fucking house or your business on the street, having to step over fucking uh, needle-ridden fucking homeless people everywhere, drug addicts, crazy people, just complete and utter squalor everywhere. Uh, that's progressive, but we're progressive. Letting people fucking rob stores with impunity. Like, just, um, it, it's unbelievable. They're just no, no order, no laws being enforced. And <laughs> I sound like Donald Trump now. Law and order. <laughs> uh, but it's just like, how is that fucking progressive? How could that possibly be considered progressive? And if that's progressive, forgive me if I'd want to do the opposite of that and take us back to those horrible days of the, you know, the 1950s or something when, you know, you had a nice little community that you lived in. It was pretty clean. The dollar was a lot stronger. You knew your neighbors. You didn't have fucking crazy, like, drug addicts running around your neighborhood shitting everywhere. And robbing stores <laughs> and then yeah and then when the fucking store owner uh takes man uh matters into their own hands they're the ones that get in trouble yeah real fucking progressive but anyway uh back to, gavin newsom just comes out 
and admit he's like, yep. Um, you know, everyone's out there saying that we're cleaning up the city because we got all these, we got all these, uh, you know, big shot fucking political leaders coming in from all over the world and we're going to be on display. So we, we cleaned it up just for that. And that's true. He actually, let me pull up the clip. I'm just going to play the clip because I, I think I have it here. Give me just a second. Because all those fancy leaders are coming into town. Um, that's true. Because it's true. That's true. Because it's true. There's a, there's another clip. Hang on. There's one more clip. This is another another classic one. The world's most extraordinary place, San Francisco. Anytime you put on an event, by definition, you know you, you have people over your house. You're going to clean up the house. You have 21 world leaders. You got tens of thousands of people coming from all uh, around the globe. Uh, what an opportunity to showcase the world's most extraordinary place, San Francisco. The world's most extraordinary place in San Francisco. Yeah. What an opportunity to display it. Why didn't you want to display it the way it what, what was wrong with it? If it's the world's most extraordinary place, why not? Why do you have to clean everything up? Why did you have to put this full court fucking press on this blitzkrieg of of uh, government cl cleaning crews coming on, getting rid of the homeless people? I don't know where all the homeless people went. I don't know what they did with them. They just threw them off the fucking Golden Gate Bridge or whatever. But um, they they all seem to have places to go now. Uh, the shit was cleaned off the streets. And it's just, it's amazing on a number of levels. One, the first just most obvious level is, oh, well, they could have done this at any point. Any point in time, they could have cleaned it up if they wanted to. So they could have just taken care of this problem that everyone's been complaining about that's made them the fucking butt of every goddamn joke. Like, you would think if you want your, you want your ideas to shine, in the national spotlight, like, right. They, they claim, you know, as goes California, so goes the country, whatever. But you know, if you think you have the best ideas, wouldn't you want to hide all the negative things that spawned from your ideas? At least try to hide that from the public and clean up your fucking city. But no, no, they're just going to leave it. They were going to leave it. I mean, how much longer would it have gone on before they would have actually just cleaned everything up? And dealt with the homeless people. <laughs> you know, we should we should just start having Xi Jinping start visiting every fucking uh, blue city in the union. Go to New York next. Stop by Chicago on your way. <laughs> maybe they could, you know, maybe that'll, that'll light a fire under the rest of these fucking idiots' asses to get their shit together. It's like, ooh, hurry up, Dad's coming home. Got to clean up your room before your old man. Sees, sees the squalor that you've been living in and gets angry. It's unbelievable. So they could have just done this the whole time, and yet they choose not to. Why? Why do they choose not to do it? And it, it just goes to show you how, how little they care about you. They don't give a fuck about you. I cannot stress this enough. Because this is the lie that is told over and over again. The propaganda. The government is here. They care about you. All these politicians, they come up there and they're like, I'm up here for you. I'm fighting for you. I'm doing this for you. It has nothing to do with me. Of course not. I'm just, a, I'm just a lowly public servant with a heart of gold 
that need that just couldn't stand by and let all these um, injustices take place. So I'm here to make your life better because I care about you. We're going to take care of you. We just need a little bit of tax money, and then we will take care of you from cradle to grave. We will, uh, you know, educate your kids. We will make sure you can afford housing and health care. And when you're done working and you want to retire, we will pay you in your retirement. You know, we will save all this money for you. Keep it, keep it uh, safe in this lockbox over here. And when you reach your golden years, we'll just give it, we'll give it out to you every month so that you can, you know, spend time with your grandkids. And you don't have to work when you're 65, right? They just care so much about you. And yet they let, uh, by his own definition, the, the most beautiful place in the world go to complete shit. How could you possibly claim to care about something when you let it get to that state? I mean, think of any other aspect of life. Like if you have kids, right? And you, you buy your kids like a, a nice new toy or a, a new bike or something like that, right? You say, well, you better take care of it. Show me that you, not only that you can be responsible, but you, that you value this thing that I just gave you. Well, he was gifted uh, one of the most beautiful cities in the in the union, right? One of the most beautiful places on earth. Here you go, Gavin Newsom. Take good care of it for us. And what does he do with it? Well, he turns it into a literal shithole. Like, yeah, we use that figuratively. You know, Donald Trump is like calling all these third world countries shitholes. But San Francisco was literally a shithole. There was shit on the streets. Uh, like piling up everywhere. There's an app to show you where all the shit. Well, it was just like everyone's shit was going into San Francisco. It was a a hole filled with shit, a literal shithole. And he did nothing for years. How long has this been going on? How long? I mean, I'm trying to think. It's been at least like seven or eight years since it was just like, yeah, don't go to San Francisco. If you go, don't lock your car. Don't leave anything valuable in your car. You're going to get carjacked. Like they're just going to break into your car and steal whatever you have. So don't leave anything behind. Leave your doors open. Just let them do it because, you know, progressiveness, I guess. They don't care about you. They never have. They never will. You are a fucking tool. You, you are being used and abused. You know, they're, you're literally just the host and they're going to suck the lifeblood out of you until you are dead. And, and believe me, if you look at some of these economic uh, statistics, the real economic statistics and just the overall state of the country, we're almost completely dry, almost completely sucked dry by these parasitic politicians. And then just snaps his fingers, and in a week, they have this fucking place cleaned up. Maybe not even a week. It was like in a couple of days. They just had the place spick and span, homeless people gone. I was joking about it on Twitter. You're just going to you're gonna get to watch it in real time, revert back into being a shithole. It's going to be like watching the last 10 years on a, on a time-lapse thing. Like, it's just going to be in hyperdrive, like fast-forwarding through it. We're going to watch it. I, I don't know when all the home, they're just going to release this homeless population that they have, God knows where. But they're all just going to congregate again. They're all just going to be back there pitching their fucking tents, shitting in the streets. Didn't solve the problem. <laughs> yeah, it's just like anything else. You got people coming over, you clean up the house. Yeah, you know, you could also just keep the house relatively clean. 
all year round. So the people in the house don't have to live in shit. How about that? And it's much easier to clean up too. You just got to do like a little bit of dishes or something, you know, maybe an hour of, of cleaning up before people come over. You don't have to spend days and days rounding up homeless, putting them in, <laughs> putting them someplace else. I don't know where. I can't wait. Somebody's got to do like an interview with all these fucking homeless people to figure out where the fuck they put them. Uh, but yeah, would it just be easier to maintain order, maintain some discipline, maintain a city that people want to fucking live in? I mean, people in San Francisco, put your goddamn foot down. This is ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous. The fact that they can clean this place up in a matter of days, back to the way it was, and, and you're not demanding that it stays that way, it is absolutely ridiculous. It's absolutely, I mean, you get what you fucking deserve. I'm sorry. So it just goes to show you the, how much they actually care about you, which is not at all. They, they care more about uh, putting on a show for foreign entities. They care more about other countries' uh, well-being than your own. Why that is, I'm not exactly sure why that is. You know, it's just, it's amazing. You know, you have all these um, right-wingers out there rightfully just being like, why are we sending, why are we sending troops over to fucking Ukraine's border to protect them from Russia when our own border is being overrun. Why are we sending all this uh, money and military equipment and everything over over to Israel to protect their borders? Uh, uh, you know, debatable whether or not they're their actual borders, but we're not going to get into that today. When we're not even, like, they just don't care about the U.S. It's like they're more concerned with the rest of the world. They forgot who they're supposed to be working for, <laughs> which is just, again, just laughable, laughable that all these fucking multimillionaires and billionaires work for you. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. And yet nothing seems to ever, nothing you ever want to happen seems to happen, does it? No. No. Oh, nothing, nothing ever gets done that you want to happen. Which is why, again, these elections are just so fucking meaningless. Oh, the right to vote, it's so precious. Yeah, blah, 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 fucking blah. It means nothing. It means nothing. Because they just lie to you. They say they're going to do one thing, and they do another. So what's the point of voting? Nothing you vote for ever comes to fruition. Nothing. You're never going to, and it doesn't matter, like right, left, doesn't, Democrat, Republican, it doesn't matter. You're not going to get it. You're not going to get it. I don't care what it is. I don't care what the promise was. It never happens. The opposite will happen. Going to drain the swamp? Yeah, that, that really worked out. Going to build the wall, of course. Yeah. Um, what was Joe Biden going to do? Unite the country? Yeah. Get inflation under control? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's all, uh, it's all, all coming true, all coming to fruition. God, thank, thank God you have that right to vote. It's just so precious, a democracy, wonderful. Give me a fucking break, man. Give me a break. They don't give a shit. They couldn't care any less. They could not care any less about you. And the sooner you know that, the better. The sooner you realize that these people are only out for themselves, are getting filthy rich off of lying to you. I mean, how many times do you need to be lied to? 
and robbed. They, I, I don't even, you can come up with the most dystopian view of the future without a government or with a, you know, a minimal government, as, as small of a government as you can imagine. And nothing, none of those dystopian futures that you could envision would be nearly as bad as it is right now. Uh, particularly for people living in places like San Francisco. It's like, oh, oh, oh your, your car is going to get broken into a couple times a week. So many times, in fact, that you just, you're advised not to, not to lock the doors. So they just, so they at least don't break the windows, steal everything. Um, the government's taking what? What's the, what's the, the, the state tax? I, I think it's a progressive thing. The, um, or the sales tax in, in California. Well, the, the, the state tax itself is in the double digits. If you're making a lot of money, the income tax, I mean, like imagine being robbed. Let's just say it's 40% when all is said and done of your income, 40% is just taken. And that, and that doesn't even get into like the property taxes and the estate tax. After you die, they take another half. I mean, if you did the number, I bet you upwards of 90%. Of every fucking dollar you earn is taxed by the government. Now, I don't care what dystopian future you can roam, roaming gangs of, of people. Oh, yeah. What, what are they going to break into your store and take all your merchandise? That's not happening, is it? Wild fucking gangs of kids just destroying parts of the city, running into your fucking store, stealing everything, stealing your livelihood and running away. That's not happening. Uh, you don't have fucking crazy drug addicts stabbing people on the street. No, of course not. That's not happening. All You're getting the worst of both worlds. Not only are they stealing more than any gang could ever take from you, realistically. I mean, what's the income tax? Uh, you know, let, let's say you're, make, you're making, I don't know, what's the median? It's like $75,000 a year or something like that. Okay, so you're probably paying about 30% in taxes on that 25, 30%. And then every time you spend one of those tax dollars, they take another 10, about 10% off the top of that. And then if you use to buy property, well, you got to pay property taxes and uh, all kinds of uh, fees and everything for your car, your sticker, your plates, the, the entertainment tax, the liquor tax, all these other excise taxes that they pile on. And then after you die, they take another half from your estate. Okay. Yeah. All right. And what do you get for all that? What do you get for all that? You'd think you'd get clean streets, the roads, who would build the roads, you know, nice, clean, paved roads that are uh, drug, diseased, homeless, and shit-free. Safe street. You could park your car on the street. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about your store. Like you could have merchandise out on the shelves. Have you seen these stores now? They've got everything behind lock and key. Some of the stores, they just have a picture of the item on the shelf. Like they printed out a picture of a fucking, you know, a thing of lipstick. They put it up on the shelf and they say, yeah, oh, would you like this lipstick? Come to the fucking register and we'll go to the warehouse in the back and get it for you. And if they don't do that, they have it all behind glass and lock and key. That's the state of America today. That's what you're getting for all the tax dollars that they are stealing from you, making it impossible for you to get ahead. That's the other thing that I kind of wanted. This has been on my mind a lot lately, just this, this horrible way of going about life. 
that is just desi it's designed to keep you down. There's there's just no other way to put it. I mean, like if I had to design a system to make sure that very few people ever got to the point where they could be truly independent and free. I would come up with something like the United States of America today. Propagandize everybody to believe there's no way that they could ever be successful. It's making money is just so hard. There's nothing, there's nothing you can do. The first thing you got to do is go to school and get a really good education. Go to one of our government schools. Yeah. You're going to get such a good education that, well, you can't enter the workforce after 18 years of it. No, no. Then you need to go for another four, six, maybe eight years more of higher education. Got to go for that. And we're going to make that affordable. And by affordable, we mean, you know, we're going to allow you to go into debt to overpay for it. We're going to saddle you with 50 $7,500,000 worth of student loan debt. And then you get to enter the workforce where um, you can't get a job in the field that you studied. You're going to work for a wage for somebody else. Maybe even you do get a job in your field. You're making 50, 60, 70, 80, maybe 100 grand, 150 grand. Okay. Well, we're going to take 40% of that away from you right off the top. You're never going to see it. Yeah, some sure some of it goes into the social security trust fund. That's and Medicare and Medicaid. Like that's for you though. You're gonna get that later on. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you you work hard now, and then when you get to be 65, you can relax and we'll just take care of you. How many Americans are just living paycheck to paycheck right now? And if they're not living paycheck to paycheck, they're fucked after maybe two months of no paychecks. Remember how fucked everybody was during COVID? <laughs> Remember how fucked everybody was? And then they said, okay, here's like 700 bucks, 1200 bucks. Don't forget, that's how much they, they care about you. They gave themselves trillions. They gave you 1200. They forced you out of work. They locked you in your house. They took all of your goddamn money and then they gave you just enough, just enough to get you through to the next thing. Could you imagine what you, what you would be able to do if they just let you keep all your money? Let's even just say they got to have some taxes, right? Let's say you get to keep 90% of your money in perpetuity. I, and we had realistic interest rate, like you could just earn savings. You could earn money on your fucking savings. Do you have any idea how easy it would be for you to build a fucking a nest egg for you to retire on if they just would let you do it? The power of compounding interest is very, very strong. Let's pull up a calculator. Let's do a compound interest calculator. Oh, it comes right up. All right. The calculator site. Let's say you managed to save $5,000. 5000 That's a lot. Uh, to some people, it probably is. Um, interest rate, what are interest rates? I think CDs are at about 5.5% right now. Historically, that's okay. We'll do 
5%, let's do quarterly, compounded quarterly, and what? In five years, let's say you never add another fucking dime to it. You just take the 5000 and you put it, and you just keep rolling it over into certificates of deposit at 5%. I don't think that's a crazy fucking strategy. Let's say what let's see what happens to that 5000 in 10 years. Compounded quarterly. Do, 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 do. Give me just a second here. All right. So, if you take $5000 and you're earning 5% interest and you compound that quarterly over 10 years, that $5000 will be will turn into 35000. Okay? And let's say you could add every month you set aside $500, 500 bucks a month. So instead of, well, maybe that's too much for people. Should we do 200 bucks a month? Can you come up with an extra, can you save 200, 200 bucks a month? And, and, and this, like, again, this is just a, a crude example, but I don't think it's that real, unrealistic, right? So we've taken an initial investment of $5,000. You're going to earn an interest rate of 5% quarterly. Okay. We're going to do that for 10 years. And every month, you're going to add $200 to it. You're going to roll $200 in. So that's $2,400 a year in extra deposits. You're not going to take anything out. You're just putting stuff in because this is your, sa your life savings of $5,000. In 10 years, you will have $108,000. $108,000. The accrued interest is $80,000 worth of accrued interest. Okay, you put in, you put in. Uh, let's see, total deposits, yeah, twenty nine thousand in deposits, because you you put in five thousand and then you put twenty four hundred in each year, but you earned eighty thousand dollars just in interest. Problem is, they never let you save up five thousand, do they? At least not and not have to touch it. You know, if something goes wrong, you got to dig into those savings. You got a property tax bill, you got to pay. Well, and, and we're not getting, I mean, this is the first time, this is probably the first time in my adult life I've seen 5% interest rates on CDs. I mean, the last time I would have seen, maybe, maybe just prior to 2008, you had 5%. <laughs> maybe, probably not though. I don't even think even then I'd have to look it up, but so you can't earn in savings. Uh, you can't earn interest on your savings. You can't save any money in general because they keep taking every fucking, every extra dime you have. They take it from you now and they say, we'll give it to you later. Oh, okay. What's the opportunity cost of that? Well, you just found out what the opportunity cost of $5,000 over 10 years is. Should, do you want me to do it over your entire working career? What's that? So let's say you start working at, at uh, 23, so over 40 years. Let's just make this 40 years. Calculate that. But if you're earning 5% a year on 5,000 over 40 years with the $200 a month addition, compounded quarterly, your $5,000 turns into 340,000. You earn 240,000 in interest from $5,000. If you just put that in an account that earned 5,000, 5% uh, a year, and you kept putting 200 bucks in, you get the point that I'm making. They've, they've designed a system to prevent you from doing this, to make it so you have to risk, you have to do something riskier because you can't earn, you haven't been able to earn 5%. Maybe if you put it in the stock market, you can get 
But what happens if the stock market that's blown up, just a bunch of asset bubbles blown up from cheap money from the Fed, which is present, preventing you from getting the 5% interest rate, what happens if that blows up right before you retire? You lose half of everything that you've fucking saved. The whole system is designed to keep you dependent on people who don't care about you. If they did care about you, they'd teach you how to do this. They'd set up a system that allows you to do this. You put a little money aside and you add to it every month. And lo and behold, after a little time passes by, you've, you've taken that little nest egg and grown it into something. They have specifically engineered a system to prevent you from doing this, to entice you to take unnecessary risks that you don't know what you're doing, to make sure you don't have the nest egg that you need to survive. So you have to keep coming back to them month after month, year after year, begging for things through voting. How's that working out? You've put your future, you've put your livelihood in the hands of people that don't give a shit about you. I couldn't even be bothered to keep the fucking shit off the streets, literally. They don't care if your store gets robbed. They don't care if you get carjacked. They don't give a shit. They couldn't care any less. Their actions say it all. Forget about what they talk about. Gavin Newsom, to his credit, will admit this. Oh, yeah, you know, we did it. A lot of people are saying we just cleaned it up because we got visitors coming. Yep, that's why we did it. They keep up appearances. We don't want to look like as bad as we actually are. He didn't even try to spin it. He wasn't even like, you know what? This when this guy when we found out that this guy was coming, it made us take a, a sobering look at the state of our city, and we apologize for letting it get to this point. You shouldn't have to live like this. So we did everything we could to clean it up, and we're going to do everything we can to make sure it never gets to be like that again. He could have said that. He could have at least pretended to give a shit, but he, he couldn't even be bothered to do that. Couldn't even be bothered to do that. No, it's like yeah. Yeah, that's what we did. It's the biggest go fuck yourself I've heard from a politician in God knows how long. And just the balls on these people. They know that they've got you. They've got you by the short hairs. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Not pay your taxes? We'll throw you in a fucking cage. What are you going to do? Yeah. So we're just going to take all your money. We're going to do whatever the fuck we want with it. None of it's going to go to benefit you. It's all going to be for us. Ah, yeah, sure. We'll give you just a little bit to shut you up when you're on the verge of doing some real damage. Sure. We'll give you, we'll you 1200 bucks. You've allowed these snake oil salesmen to take control of your livelihood and your future, and they can't be bothered to give a rip about you. So I guess what I'm trying to say here is stop. Stop looking to them to fix your problems. The sooner you realize that they don't give a shit about you, the better. That they are never going to be there to help you. They just won't. It's not in their DNA. And it's not a, it's not a bug in this system of government. Like, oh, we just need the right, both the right people. And no, no. It is a feature of the system. This is by design. They don't want you to be independent. They don't want you to be free. They want you to be dependent on them for everything. Coming back to them month after month, even this system that's like, you know, untouchable, the third rail of politics, social security, not only is it just a horrible idea, I, I mean, could you imagine 
if all of that money that they're taking from you and putting into social security, you just put it into a fucking CD at 5%. You're going to get like, when you retire, you're going to get something like three, $4,000 a month to live on. Whereas if you had just done what I did, you'd have what, what I just went through. I just took five grand and saved it properly. You'd have $340,000 at your just, but almost 500,000 if you added a little, uh, 300 bucks a month. Okay. How much have they taken from you and put into social, like how much of that are you actually going to get back? It's a horrible system, but how do they give, do they give to you all at once? Like, okay, here's your, you know, we took, uh, we took $600,000 from you. Uh, here's your 600 grand now that you've reached retirement. Go do with it as you see fit. No, no. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, we took 600 grand, but here's, you know, here's 1500 this week. And in two more weeks, we'll give you another 1500. And you keep coming back to us month after month. We'll give you just enough to get to the next week. You got to keep coming back. It's all by design. They saddle you with debt. So you're fucking, you're too afraid to take risks. You're too, you're not in a position to take risks. It takes money to make money. They've taken all your money before you even get started. They put you in a big fucking hole telling you all these lies. And then even if an opportunity comes up, it's like, well, now it's a, now it's a really big risk because you don't have it. You, you don't have any money. You don't really have a job. You have no nest egg. Okay. I'll go to the bank, borrow some more money to make it work. It's all by design. And it's all, and it's working like a charm. And then who do they tell you to get mad at when things go bad? It's never the politician's fault. It's never because of government. No, no, it's because somebody else who didn't follow their prescription for success has too much money. The guy that said, you know what? I'm not going to fucking college. I'm starting my own fucking business. I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to make my own money. Fuck you and your fucking system. And who stuck to their guns, who is not going to be another cog in this machine, who took all the risks, who went against the herd. Everybody was saying, oh, you know, what do you, what do you think you're doing? You should uh, talk to your parents. You should just get a job. Just go get a job and get that reliable, steady paycheck. Start inching your way towards retirement. That's the safe thing to do, right? Wrong. You're never going to get ahead that way. You're never going to, they're never going to allow you to get ahead that way. Nobody, none of these uber successful people ever followed that path. Look around, look around at what 95% of people are doing and do the opposite. Even if, even if these politicians did care about you, genuinely cared about you and wanted to take care of you and wanted to make sure you're going to be okay in retirement, they, they suck at it. They fucking suck at it. Everything they, they touch turns to shit. If you, if you don't think it's by design, fine. Give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe their heart's in the right place, but they still can't execute, can they? No. The, the country is in disarray. All of these programs are bankrupt. There's going to be nothing left for you. So why, why, even, why even bother going down that path? It's a dead end. Anyway, I didn't want this to be like a really depressing Friday episode. I, I know that can be, that seems like a depressing message, but it should actually be empowering. That the sooner you realize that this, this whole system is rigged against you and that they're not going to be there to protect you, to take care of you, 
that you're in control of your destiny. That should be liberating. That should be liberating. Okay, now you know. You know what the end game is. You know, you know how they're trying to trick you. You're, they're trying to get you to go left on this path. And you know that leads to nothing but a destitution and destruction. So you can start carving your way away from that. Start working your way to the right. It doesn't have to be all at once. You don't have to quit your job tomorrow and become some successful entrepreneur. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. There's more than, there, there's a million different ways that you can start preparing yourself to be self-sufficient. And even if you do, you know, have that, that regular nine to five job with that steady paycheck that, that feels so safe and secure, and maybe it is, but you can do more. You can do more. You have multiple streams of income and you start taking control. You, you don't have to rely on anybody else. And then you get the credit. You get the credit for your success or your failure. If you succeed, it's because you did it. If you failed, it's because you did it. That should inspire you. Uh, sure, it's going to be a little scary, but what, what would you rather put your, your faith in? The likes of Gavin Newsom, who openly admit that they just don't care. They're not going to help you. They'll go out of their way to not help you. Or would you like to take control of it yourself? Anyway, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to wrap there. I hope, I hope it's not too depressing. It wasn't meant to be. Uh, it's meant to be a wake-up call, I guess, because I, I really do think things are going to get pretty bad here over the next year. Um, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm wrong. I, I really think uh, it would behoove each and every one of you to put yourself in a less vulnerable position. Don't rely on these politicians for anything. They're... They're going to do nothing but, uh, but take from you. Well, the, the economic news here is not, is not looking, the economic outlook is not looking too rosy. So um, you still, maybe you still got a lot of time to prepare. If it doesn't come this year or next year, um, good. More time to get better. <laughs> More time to put yourself in a better position. But it will be coming. There, there will be a day of reckoning. There's no way you can run a fucking country like this. It's absolutely ridiculous. Don't sit back anymore and wait until tomorrow to do something. Do it now, and the, the sooner you take control of everything, the better off you're going to be. All right? So with that in mind, enjoy the rest of your Friday afternoon, Friday evening. Um, I think Justin will be, well, uh, what's, is ne next week is Thanksgiving, right? So next week is Thanksgiving. Um, I'll, I'll probably just do another little something early next week. And then that, that'll probably be it. I think we'll, we'll take Thanksgiving off, enjoy the holidays, be with your family. I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Be with your family. Like family is very important. Your network is very important. That's another thing that I was kind of reminded of recently. Is just how important it is the the people you keep around you, and the the network of people that you have. Um, not even just for yourself. Like I just I guess I would always take it. I don't know if I take it for granted. I just don't really think about um, leveraging it, and not in like a, a self and like a good like a friend of mine needed was looking for some help, and I you know does anybody can help this guy out. And then you get you get an incredible response from from the liberty community. Uh, we, there's they we always try to look out for each other, 
there's um there's a great camaraderie there yeah Ma- maintain those relationships maintain your your family relationships i mean that's like the ultimate yeah have fun if i uh if i don't talk to you i'm gonna try to do another one early next week it's just sometimes things get in the way here and uh if i don't talk to you before thanksgiving have a wonderful holiday thank you all so very much for listening do just one favor for me if you can share this show with somebody that you think might appreciate it would enjoy listening to it i would really appreciate that And if you can do all that for me, I will be back soon with a brand new episode for you. Until then, you know the drill. Just keep on peddling that so-called fiction. Peace.